The Old Testament reading is taken from Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 12 to 15. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy, as the Lord your God commanded you. Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is a Sabbath to the Lord your God. On it you shall not do any work, you or your son or your daughter, or your male servant or your female servant, or your ox or your donkey or any of the livestock, or the sojourner who is within your gates, that your male servant and your female servant may rest as well as you. You shall remember that you were a slave in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God brought you out from there with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm. Therefore, the Lord your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. The epistle is from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 5 to 12. For what we proclaim is not ourselves, but Jesus Christ as Lord, with ourselves as your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who said, Let light shine out of darkness, has shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed, but not driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed, always carrying in the body the death of Jesus, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our bodies. For we who live are always being given over to death for Jesus' sake, so that the life of Jesus may also be manifested in our mortal flesh. So death is at work in us, but life in you. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. Mark, the second chapter. One Sabbath, he was going through the grain fields. And as they made their way, his disciples began to pluck heads of grain. And the Pharisees were saying to him, Look, why are they doing what is not lawful on the Sabbath? And he said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need and was hungry? He and those who were with him? Now he entered the house of God in the time of Abathar the high priest and ate the bread of the presence, which is not lawful for any but the priest to eat. And he also gave it to those who were with him. And he said to them, The Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. So the Son of Man is Lord even of the Sabbath. Here ends our Gospel reading. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from Jesus Christ, his Son, our living Lord and Savior. Our text from this morning is from the Old Testament where we read, Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy, as the Lord your God has commanded you. So far the text. Dear friends in Christ, it is great to be with you on my part. You have to decide on your own part 
when we get done here or as we are doing it. But we are to remember to keep the Sabbath day. And can I, can I ask questions from up here of you? Do you allow that? If you don't give me the answer I want, I'll get to it eventually, okay? What does that mean? What does it mean to keep the Sabbath holy? What is, what is Luther saying in his catechism? You have that right before you know. Him no? It says, we are to fear and love God so we, we do not what, despise the Sabbath? Huh? Okay, so I guess I'm done then, right? <laughs> well, not quite. But when we, we look at the, the Old Testament, and we, we know that this law, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy, we know when God first spoke that, he spoke that as it was assigned and tied to the seventh day of creation. Now the Holy Spirit has led Moses to tie it to the freedom from the captivity of the Jewish people. They are to remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy because of what God has done for them and bringing them back to him. But when we look at, at how that went for them, and we see in the, the gospel text that Jesus with his disciples are in a grain field on the Sabbath, they are hungry, and those disciples are picking heads of grain and eating what then has the established church, the Sadducees and the Pharisees, done to the Lord's commandment? Is it the Lord's commandment, remember the Sabbath and keep it holy, is it meant to be that if we keep this law perfectly, we can gain heaven by doing what the commandment says. We probably could. But the thing is, if we can keep any one of the commandments, we keep the first one, and if we keep the first one, you and I have salvation because God, God in all his glory has manifest through his son, his life and his death and his resurrection, forgiveness of sins for us. So if we can believe that Jesus is Lord and we do have the one God before us, we have salvation. If we can do that perfectly. Do any of you do that perfectly? No, nor do I. So, we know that Jesus was walking about, the disciples on the Sabbath were picking grain, and we also know if we, we read the, 
the scriptures, that the laws that have come in to interpret the law are so restrictive that what these folks see, these leaders of the established church, what they see is Jesus breaking the commandment by allowing the, the Sabbath day to be desecrated by these people performing harvest, gleaning, and then eating. Complete destruction, they say, of the Sabbath day. What did Jesus say? Have you, apparently, he says, you haven't read the scriptures. Because if you will go back at the time of Avatar the priest, he said, you will see where David, was David a priest? King David? No. Went into the, the Holy of, of Holies and, or into the holy area of the temple where the bread was kept, the sacrificial bread was kept for a week and then the priest got to eat it, but only the priest. David went in into Abathar and he, he asked and received five loaves for him and for his people that were with him as they were fleeing from Saul. And they ate that bread which only the priests could eat. And what did God do to David and those men? Do you remember? Nothing. He approved of what they did. So the Sabbath can't mean that to keep it, we must, by some way, do some kind of works righteousness whereby we came to church, we brought our tithe, we're all set to go, so we're okay. That's not keeping the Sabbath. What Jesus tells them then is that he is Lord of the Sabbath. Christ is Lord of the Sabbath. The easiest way that you and I can keep the Sabbath is by God's grace to believe that Jesus Christ is Lord. Now we had a, another text tied in here too, didn't we? There was a a text concerning St. Paul, who he was and what he was doing, and who he is preaching for, and it has to do with the Sabbath also. So as we look and try to understand the question, what does this mean as individuals within the Christian church, particularly the Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, what does it mean to keep the Sabbath? Now, as you folks can clearly see, I am not one that has been taught the rubrics of being behind that altar doing a service. So you were caught off guard this morning, weren't you? Did God strike me dead? 
He did not, did he? Not yet. So you will have to bear with me because I have not actually done the service behind her. I've seen it done. But by the time I get all my instructions this morning from how we have to do things here, I'm quite lost. You're familiar. I'm not. But what I would like to do is take the words of St. Paul, take them back into the Old Testament, and then bring the New Testament forward because, or the Old Testament forward, because we know that all of that Old Testament is fulfilled in the New. So St. Paul, as he's speaking and as we use this text today, is talking about bringing the gospel of Jesus Christ into the open. There are those that are called and ordained, and there are those who are priests, declared so by God, Christians, who are a part of the royal priesthood. And that it's to all of us, then, that St. Paul is speaking. And he's speaking today in the, the realms of worship, if you would, within the realm of keeping the Sabbath holy. And he begins that by saying we do not preach ourselves but we preach Jesus, the Christ, as Lord. If we got that, dear friends, we have the Sabbath holy. You see, as God was, was bringing the people through that Old Testament, the inclination of man in the flesh is law. Law that controls. Law that we can seemingly do correctly, but which in essence we fail. We do not keep any of God's law perfectly in the flesh. But God has used the Holy Spirit, as you heard last week, to bring his word to the people. And by the power of that word and the power of the Spirit, a light was given to St. Paul that reached deep down into his very being and it brought about a shining that gave him the knowledge of God in Christ for whom he was on his way to 
destroy those that believe in that same Christ. But God worked that faith in Paul. And Paul, having that light then shone on him, emanates the light out in a reflection, if you will. That is who he is. That is who you and I are. And as we look at that and, and deal with that Old Testament and its fulfillment, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. You and I, then, as we remember that, we remember all that God has given us in the light that shines in Christ, brought to us by the Spirit working through the Word, by means of that Word, by means of baptism, and by means of the Lord's Supper. And as you and I look at that, we look at that as, as also in earthen vessels. Now, if the elders, when they, they bring, I'm sorry, deacons here. As the deacons, if they would bring the host and the wine to the altar, and they were in clay jars, and one of them, when he got up here to this first pew, caught his toe, and dropped one of those earthen jars, what would likely happen? It would break, wouldn't it? Would that destroy it? I imagine it would be embarrassing to all of us, but it wouldn't destroy us, would it? because we know the power of God in Christ. We know that earthen vessels have a mortality. Well, you and I live forever on this earth, in this body. No, we're going to die, aren't we? There's going to be a mortality then will we live together or live forever in our body that puts away death and corruption? That we have coming. But we're not there yet. You and I are alive today in a world and we are mortal. And our mortality carries with it in this life gross error, sin. It's who we are, how we are born. But as we look at what God has for us, and even if the, the, the chalice is destroyed or lost, if you like to work with Indiana Jones, and people are always in search of a chalice because they think that chalice has some 
sword of great power, but is it the child, or is it our God that has that power? Should we seek you and I by the power of God, the chalice, or our God? Do we have within our grasp, if you will, the ability to come to know that Jesus is Lord and to keep that knowledge? Is it through the chalice? Or is it through the very God whom that chalice carries? The very blood of Christ. The very body of Christ. The words that are living and well. So you and I will do well when we come within the sanctuary on a Sabbath. Even if our Sabbath was a Monday, a Tuesday, or a Wednesday, it, the day is not that important. It is what God has done in our hearts. And for us, he establishes as a norm Sunday as our day of rest. But if we are convinced of that in our minds, then this is our day of rest. But not because we are convinced of it, but because God has brought us to the knowledge that he is Lord of the Sabbath through earthen vessels, and we do not preach ourselves, but we preach Christ. We have that light of Christ in us, and that life then emanates from us. And when we leave this church this morning, and as we go out into the world, there's six more days that you and I have for a week. And this one, our day of rest, as we recognize that Christ is Lord, as we come before him to hear the word, to partake of the sacrament, to return a portion unto him to receive and receive and receive from him forgiveness of sin, life, and salvation. So our mortal bodies, as they reflect the life of Christ, as we go out and as we live not captive to sin, though we will sin, but sin not driving us, but in the knowledge of Christ as Lord, by the power of the Holy Spirit, working through word and sacrament, 
coming into our hearts and there emanating the life of Christ. People will see what we have. And when Jesus says to his word, Come unto me, ye that are weary and heavy laden, I will give you rest. Not only on the Sabbath, but our whole life long. Then you and I, by the grace of God, and the power of his word and his spirit, understand what it truly means to remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Amen. May the peace of God which surpasses all our understanding abide with you and remain with you, keeping you steadfast in true faith unto life and salvation. Amen.